1: That's BlueNile.com to find the perfect jewelry gift for any occasion. BlueNile.com Forever. Dog. Hi, everybody. Oh, I change
0: outfits. Change outfits, come back. We're back. We took, we took a nine-hour-long hiatus, and I said, yes. Rose, come back. Welcome back. It's Midnight Snack. I'm Michelle Collins. We are, she's, wow. These are stunning, Rose. Where are these glasses from?
2: My eyewear. These are peepers. Have you heard of the peepers? I know this Frank Sinatra song. I believe Oprah Winfrey endorses the peepers and I can't stop buying them. There's different, they're just magnifiers, but I I love the frames because Michelle, I've entered my iris apfel years. I was going to say. I just embraced it. I went gray. I don't care anymore. It's just like, I can't color my hair anymore. It's starting to look like that reddish cast. I just, I have to go. I'm grown gray. That's the new thing. I read that on Instagram. It's got like an own gray gray. Your hair grow gray. Yeah. It's gray with the brown on the bottom, which I don't like. I can't wait till it's all mine, but I've decided I want a big black giant eyeglass frame Iris Abfel years, I'm I've never been more comfortable. My, I'm gonna let my inner 93-year-old out.
0: Well, I'm I'm into it. Uh the voice you're hearing is that of brilliant comedian and actress Rose Abdu, who um you follow her on Instagram immediately at Rose Abdu. The funniest, also the nicest person. Like I've met, and you know, when you were saying last episode the people that you hang out with, it all tracks because you named genuinely some of the loveliest, um, sweetest Nia Vardalos who introduced us is like the us. best hearted, just someone yes. who, you know, sometimes I meet people who are so good hearted that I almost remove myself because I know I'm, I'm a good right. hearted ish, <laughs> but I'm not that good. Like right. I know <laughs> I'm not as good as you. I've got limits. You know what I mean? Like I've got I like a little limits, saltiness yes, yes. sometimes. Um,
2: sure. But, but you guys, how did you meet Nia? Was it, through work, I imagine. Well, it was at Second City. Funny. We we all worked at Second City together. Susie Nakamura, myself, ah. Nia, Amy Sedaris. We were all there at the same in the same era. It was really incredible. Jenna Jolovitz, very hilarious writer. She's a great performer too. And we it was a great time for women. It was a great time to be in Chicago, and we really had a ball. And I we I toured the country with Steve Colbert and Paul Dinello, who now writes for Colbert. For a year and eight months, that that job was a year and eight months. And then from I got a television series. I didn't want to leave Second City, but I got cast in a show, Michelle, where it was 1993, called Johnny Bago, about an ex-mafia wife turned parole officer who chased her husband around the country in a Winnebago. I'm, and he hit his head. It was not, so politically I'm not, I'm, a, I'm not okay. He hit his head on the dashboard. No, he hit his head on the dashboard, and he's like, oh, my name's Johnny Bago." It was so wrong. What? But I had to come to L.A. I hate It was terrible.
0: Is it on? It the was air terrible. Anywhere? But you know, it Go had.
2: On. It, it was. I, well, I wonder because it had 12 million viewers, which at the time was like, just like we got the crappiest ratings. Now that would be considered such a runaway hit, yeah. but it was the summer of 1993. It was CBS, Robert Zemeckis directed it. <gasps> it had the most incredible people involved in it. And I did eight episodes of that series. So I had to leave second city early. So I, I didn't get to come up with those people and grant, you know, I, I did work there for two years, but 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 coming to LA in I didn't enjoy it, so I kept going back and forth to Chicago for for seven I years. Have of, I have to read just this. Didn't connect with LA people. I have to read this yeah. because first of all, <laughs> there the pins in my head.
0: We have to go back to you're touring with Second City, um, right. not collect. Excuse me, not connecting with LA. But we got to start with Johnny Bago because I'm on the Wikipedia page. You were the star of the show, Rose. Second, uh, it was the after Johnny. You yeah. played his wife. I'm guessing
2: Beverly Florio. Yes. <laughs> I got to tell you
0: something. It was also produced by someone named Hal Galley, which we love that name right oh, away. I mean, Hal, You yeah. didn't know Hal Galley? Yeah. Um, no, I didn't. I love Robert Zemeckis. Uh, Forrest Gump? Right? Robert Zemeckis? Yeah. yeah. Oh, my God. He did He did Forrest Gump right after Right after Jenny Bago. Oh, my God. I mean, no wonder that movie is, like, out of fucking control. You know, you watch Forrest Gump now, and you're Crazy. like, how? I was 13 when that movie came out, so then it felt like Schindler's List, you know? But now you watch it, and I'm like, this is... <laughs> then you're like, wow, he played ping pong with Nixon or whatever the fuck he did. Now I'm like, what? <laughs> like, we accepted this movie and him playing basically radio. Yeah. He's a like Cuban and radio in it, okay? You know, there are so many funny parts of that movie where you're like, I cannot believe if he did that shit today, know. people would be going absolutely nuts. Look, Sia made a batshit crazy movie called Music that I actually cannot sit through because, Ooh. do you know about this? Music? No. I have friends who watched no. it. I'm going to say something. I have... Oh, I need to see no, that. No, 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 you don't. You do no, not. Don't don't, do <laughs> don't, 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 don't see it. No. no. And I'm a fan <laughs> okay. of Sia. This is the thing. I like Sia, but- Sometimes I think...
2: Oh, Swing from the Chandelier? The yes, swing from the Chandelier Lady? Yes.
0: Oh, okay, okay, okay. Now you see her, wow. now you don't. Because I think she's... Okay, okay. <laughs> Thank you, I just came up with that. Okay. Thank you so much. <laughs> um, she made this movie about autistic children, but didn't, like, oh. the main girl, who the actress, Maddie, who she always works with, wasn't autistic. And it just, you know, in this day and age, you cannot do shit like that because it is distasteful, right. especially if you don't have... If you don't portray it in an authentic way, people will get very upset. Okay, please. Let's just all watch Forrest Gump again. I mean, through that lens, it is like, what the absolute
2: fuck? You know, I barely remember. I remember every moment.
0: I remember. I
2: don't see you. You I listen to the podcast all the time. You have the most incredible memory for movies, movie lines, movie scenes television shows from the 90s scenes I barely when you mention it then sometimes I remember but I haven't seen very big like movies like I haven't seen you know this all the Star Wars I haven't I've never seen a Harry Potter I've never seen a Raiders of the Lost Ark I've never seen a lot of the things that people I don't what do I spend my time doing but I've seen like a small (laughs) like I'll see a small British movie or a Lemley like (gasps) a weird you know have you ever seen Secrets and Lies?
0: Any Reason to do the impression of Love Love
2: all I love secrets and lies secrets and lies and any mike Lane movie oh. I'm in like I love every, I would like to work like that because they do those movies improvisationally like I I like to work improvisationally the most probably and I will name drop right now that my favorite job I would have to say even though you didn't ask but I know you're interested I'm all, I'm um saying. is curb your enthusiasm for sure for sure working on curb because to me it was like Jeff came up Jeff Garland I met during second city years also and he came up to me and he said um Larry's going to tell you, you have Diane Keaton's number. He wants it. You're not going to give it to him. Go. And that's it for that. So I don't know if you saw the episode. Of course, I've seen well, every the episode. Yeah, of, course. of course, I based on my mother. But I mean, that's all we that's all we knew was he wants Diane Keaton's phone number. You have it. You don't want to give it to yeah. him. And then you're off to the races. And that's my favorite way to work. And I I like I would like to be in a movie that also is based on an improvisational background, because that's what I really That's what I like to do. I know we don't know each other well. I would love to work on that with you because
0: I think for me and my, uh, I'm not a good actress. I've never been cast in a single thing. I will tell you. But you're a fabulous improviser. You know what? You are an improviser. I I feel it more so, although just in general scenes with actors, I did audition for Hacks. I don't even remember for what part. Didn't get it. You did? I did for something. And I remember thinking, oh, because I love Paul and I love everyone involved. But like I right. never get hired on anything because I'm genuinely I've gotten a little better, but I'm I think still deep down. I have secondhand embarrassment about reading lines. Like I, I think that without even realizing it, it feels like
2: unauthentic to me. So it's okay. hard to. Okay. Well, then that's why improv is perfect. Exactly. Because it's it's what you're making. up. Yes, so yes. let's make and a in movie. The moment you're in the moment. Let's improvise yes, a movie yes. together.
0: Larry David, Love as it. you know, uh, is my hero. My God yes i met him once briefly i've told the story before uh via rosie perez when i was on the view with her she oh. very generously invited me to come see her play with him uh fish in the dark on broadway oh i've always wanted to see them. yeah and afterwards she was like you know do you want to meet larry? i won't do my rosie but she was like oh do you want to meet larry i was like rosie obviously you know she was very sweet to me rosie and i said yeah obviously and yeah. i was very skinny then for like two seconds i was skinny then the second i was like officially a host i like blew up anyway I Stuff. went over to him, and I he turned around and rose. The man glowed. He I don't mm-hmm. care. I know you're a married woman. He he has, a, has he it. He has an. Uh, he has an appeal. He has he it. has it. He turned. Yes, and he it's not the money. He really, it's does. not the money. Money doesn't do it for me. No, he has it. He has Too much to my mother's chagrin, my that The money does nothing for me. Truly, like believe me,
2: she's every day rocking herself. That's my mother. You cannot fall in love with a rich man. It's as easy as falling in love with a poor man. Rosie, I mean, you have to think of these things. That's my mother. We, we
0: are from my the mother, same woman. I actually got
2: yeah. to run. I ran into Larry David at Gramen's Chinese, seeing some some movie, and I was with my mother. And he turned around. He goes. I remember you. He remembered my name. He remembered my full name. He remembered the character I played. And it was many seasons later. And I said, I want to introduce you to the woman that I based my character on. And he said hello to my mother. I mean, he was so lovely. He was lovely. And he remembered. He like, we wrestled together. I got lipstick on his suede coat and he was still. Wait, up. that night? Well, no, the night we, we we had to, in the show, we wrestled. And I had to sort of, the the Andy Eckerman, who directed a lot of Seinfelds, came up to me. And he whispered this time, let it really turn you on. Cause we we're just supposed to be fighting. Oh my God. I was just supposed to fight with Larry. And so I, I grabbed him to kiss him. So I got lipstick. Out. He, and he didn't know what was going to happen, which I actually thought was a very funny idea, but I thought that wouldn't go now either. That would never happen. You, you couldn't do but it. The now. director would just go, just try and make out with them. I mean, think about that. That would never
0: happen. By the way, as I'm listening to you, my lips are so far tucked into my gums at the idea of like wrestling Larry and then kissing him. Like this is, I'm not like a fetish girl. And by the way, the meds are kicking the fuck in because I literally could talk to you for another three hours. I'm so relaxed. <laughs> I really, I'm so I want blessed. you to know that like, let's like actually get Dan back on. Let's redo the beginning. Cause I feel yes. so great. I'm like, I'm almost a little warm. I feel great. Larry is, Perfect. is it for me? But you, when you were back in second city, cause it's interesting that you didn't want to act and that you didn't connect to LA to me. Yeah. Something special obviously was happening with the people. I mean, Amy, Stephen,
2: Paul. And Steve Carell. Steve uh, Carell and I did a show together there too. It was really an incredible time what, to be there. Why do, Tina Fey was a little bit after well, me. Well, why do you but, think that happened was, then? Do you think there was
0: something in the water or, cause it is a rare thing that so many people out of that yeah, one, so many people like graduating right. class or whatever. Was it just the time? When were you
2: there in the early nineties? The time it was nine. It, I got hired in '88, and I was there from '88 to '90, 90, like '91, just that little brief period. And Mike Myers was right before. Wow, me. wow, wow! And I just remember thinking, like, wow, this is the place. It was like finding your people. I know that you you love television as much as I do. And I remember riding in the van because we would tour around the country, and it was like, you know, the kind of kids that watch. I'm I'm considerably older than you, but we watched. I watched SCTV, and it was finding my people because you know, in my school, I would mention like bits that I saw Andrea Martin do or whatever, and they didn't know. These people all knew and digested television the way I did. And they, I just loved, I loved being around them because we just all had the same frame of reference. It was really, it was really a fun time in my life. And then getting, Pulled out of that so quickly to do the television series. I just was in LA going, These are, it was just full of people always wanting to like. I remember going to parties and three different parties I went to had jello shots. And I went, I'm not in the right place. I don't <laughs> know from jello shots. I don't, that's disgusting. Do you know that to the me. one I
0: time I did, you just actually, um, to quote Le Mis, a memory stirs. I went to a New Year's party in Le Mis, all dressed up, as you can imagine. And they had jello shots there, which I had never, you know. I went to a women's college on the upper west side of Manhattan. We ate jello because we were 150 yes, years true. old, but that didn't have like vodka right. in it, you know? And uh right. and I remember being like, Yeah, I'm gonna be fun. I'm gonna have jello shots. I did a jello shot. I ate like a sausage roll. I don't even know whose house. If you put a gun to my head said, Where I right. I, I swear to God, Rose, <laughs> I don't remember. I remember <laughs> someone we were with sprained their ankle on the walk. It was one of the sloppiest nights of my life. Someone sprained their ankle. I don't want to tell you how sick I got. We were staying at the Mondria. Oh my God. I that room, it was like Johnny Depp stayed there overnight. I mean I destroyed the room just via (laughs) bodily fluids. And I mean it was one of the most horrific nights of my life. And it's something about those jello shots. And there are just certain people who are put let me ask you did you ever have a phase in your life? Because I feel like I guess I kind of did. I've always been a pretty good kid. Like I was a very dorky kid, obviously. And, a you know, very nerdy.
2: I was very well behaved, like no drug. I was, I was that kid. Same.
0: But then I did have, I think a moment in my twenties where I partied and was like fun. Did you ever have that thing? Or were you always like kind of good? A little bit.
2: No, I was, I had, I had that. I mean, it's a good city. We all kind of, got to get, you know, we, we would go on the road and people would buy us. I remember being, I never paid for a drink. I mean, all boys would buy you drink. The boys, all the boys would buy you drink but it was really, it was, it was a fun time. It yeah. was a really fun time. And then I just remember being in LA thinking like, wait, now I have to drive. I learned to drive to be on that television show. I did not know how to drive. I was 29 years what, old. Were you driving I the Bago? To to were drink. you
0: driving that huge
2: I had to drive, I didn't have to drive the bagel. I had to drive a, a station wagon, like the K nine vehicle where, that was chasing the Winnebago. So I had to learn to drive. So my first time driving, I had to drive from the Universal Hilton Sheraton to get my hair done in Beverly Hills for the show. So I was by myself. I drove home, Michelle. I didn't have the headlights on. No. I was driving over the Coenga Pass, terrifying. So L A just symbol. L A was like a festival of like skinny people, Jello shots, cars yeah. changing lanes. Like I just couldn't do it. So now I actually enjoy. Living here a little more, but it's like, you know, I still have that. Like, anytime you talk about New York or going out with your friends to New York and going to the Met, I have that, like, oh, what's it like? Because I had that, you know big attraction to that girl yeah. when I was younger. Oh, I just wanted to it. be that girl. I wanted to Which be. Which is why I think yeah. I first fell in love with you because oh. I saw your, shi- if you were on Kathy Griffin's show and I saw your shiny, shiny bangs, <gasps> I had bang envy because I never could get my bangs smooth. And you had these shiny bangs. And I was like, oh, she's got Anne-Marie, that girl bangs.
0: I and had, I let me tell you them. about those bangs. Those bangs were an entity upon themselves. I, you know, I think I can cut hair. Like I actually have professional right. shears in the house. And I always brag to yeah. people, like, doesn't it look great? Meanwhile, there's, like, full chunks missing in the back. I'm like, I did it myself. They're like, no, matter. what?
2: Front looks great. But I front started combing. I
0: started cutting those bangs because I was like, this is gonna." You I did. was good. And I kept combing more and more of the back. I looked like Miley on SNL oh. from Saturday. Like, it was just the whole back was eventually the front. It was a heavy fringe. Hev- uh, babe, you could describe me as a heavy fringe. Like, if you wanted to describe my body type <laughs> to people, be like, heavy fringe. She's a heavy fringe. <laughs> That's just the point where... I would go to airports. I mean, when I tell you that people thought that hair was a wig, uh, nobody. Beautiful hair. It's a, sh- I have a ton of hair, although I'm losing quite a bit of it. And f- you have so much hair. I heard you say I that because,
2: you know, I listen to every. I other. know, but I got to tell you, you, you know, I, I was am. taking it's Michelle
0: okay. BioCell. Are you taking BioCell? I take nothing. I Do you want to know why? I like my hair thinner.
2: It is. I almost oh, want to take it out do? of the pony because, you know,
0: I'm going out tonight, oh, it's actually. beautiful. Here it is.
2: So shiny and beautiful. Um, now, that's luxuriously beautiful. It, but it's. You don't have any fuzzies. The gray hair is a different texture. So now I've got. The but look, I going, do have grays. I, I do have grays. And I, by the way. But, you know, ugh. Michelle, don't pull. I pulled them. I pulled so many of them that now I have this little like sort of weird halo fringe of gray hair growing in. I don't care. Anymore. You know what? We look great. So this is my new. Talk to This me. Josefina. On Hacks is my first role on camera. I will tell you, I have over 90 credits of television and movies. I believe my last count. I don't count that much, but other people tell me. And it's my first gray hair role. Wow. My first gray hair. Yeah. So I'm just like, uh, it's something to get used to. Because when you know know yourself with, I've only always, always, always had black hair. I've just always had black hair. But do you think that where it is time, time.
0: I want to ask you this, because you are auditioning for things and getting out there. Um, Yes. Have you noticed a change in who's getting cast in things? Like, do you think that the uh, net has opened a little bit for physically, you know, more diverse people physically, but also racially, all these things? I definitely see it just by being an avid TV watcher. How do you feel about it?
2: Yes, I think so. I mean, I think so. I think people, you know, I hate when the, on the audition sheet, it'll say, we're open to all ethnicities. Like, it's like, oh, okay, well, you should be. But I don't know. It always seems like it's yeah. said like there you should be. We're so proud of ourselves. We're open to sometimes. I had a voiceover audition and it was like Caucasian only. I'm like, was a voiceover audition? I was very surprised. at that. Wow. I did a one person show called. Um, do you know the theater dynasty typewriter? Yeah, of course. It's I, a very cool space yeah. here. Yeah, I did. I sold it out in July of 2019. And I did My entire show is about skin color and pigment and different people saying to me, what are you? Because I am half Lebanese and half Dominican and people making judgments about people based on their skin color. And I like to see now that there are, there's less concern with, I've lost a lot of roles because like, she doesn't match the kids. Well, they don't match and people don't match. It's like, what the hell? I was in a play in Chicago, left on the 23rd floor it was the <gasps> first time it had been done off Broadway. Wow. And the producer, the director said to me at the dress rehearsal, You need to change your base makeup, Rose. You're darker than all the other people, and we need everybody to match. I said, Why do we have to match? We're comedy writers in a room. We're not like, Plus, my, my own sister has such white, fair skin. I'm like, Why do we have to match? He goes, You just need to lighten it up, honey. You look, you <gasps> look Milano. I said, I look wow. Milano. I look like a Pepper Charm cookie. Like, what? what? And he goes, You look Milano. I go, you mean Mulatto? Like he was, it was so awkward. And my friend who was in the play with me just last week, all these years later, that was 1994, said to me, you know, I want to tell you something. I feel personally responsible that all of us, everyone in the cast and crew just sat there and said nothing. I said, of course you were in shock. But it was like, I was used to things like that happening because I had such dark skin and my sister was so light that people were always like, are they sisters? Are Are they friends? Do they match? And there was a lot of talk about that. So I'm very interested in, television shows yes opening it up to having like people in the same family don't have to have the exact same skin color also, I'm glad it's, it's, it's getting so away from boring. That. I mean it, it just
0: I feel like right they cast and and it actually goes back to why personally I was miserable in LA having nothing to LA is a very yeah. diverse city that actually has nothing to do with it but just this these kind of actors and these like I hate to say it but yeah. these sort of you know I mean this has nothing to do with kind of what you're talking about but these kind of basic girls in particular and guys yes. Who, just in the people that I was, you know, kind of around, mostly white people, you know, just in West Hollywood or whatever. And they were nice enough, but about as bland as you get. In my opinion, you know, and I feel like because you're so brilliant comedically and also have worked with the funniest people ever, you see a spark when you see it. You can just see someone even on stage and know, like, this is a really special performer. This person has it. There were a lot of people like that in L.A. as well. Um, but. God, it just got so boring after a while. I was like, and it actually made me hate hate myself. I gained a lot of weight there too, because I was just like, what the fuck am I doing here? Like I had nothing. I made amazing friends. Weird culture. I had terrible jobs when I was there. I was treated very poorly. A lot of the places I worked. it wasn't your scene. Were bad. And Yeah you know, I don't know. I, have I don't to know say, why I'm it took me a long this, time yeah.
2: to really love it. Well, I remember you telling me that when we met, cause we bonded over that. Like, Oh, I just didn't like it here. I didn't like it. But then I came here again in 2001. I have to say, I lived with Susie Nakamura, who I call, like I rushed the best house. Like I'd never been in a sorority and she had something to do every night. She was like, let's go. We're going to a party at fake gallery. I go, what's fake gallery. And she took me to silver Lake. She took me to this party. And I met the guy i eventually married wait i um, t- on that night i was gonna oh, what's what's his, was so like, what's his name you're like i met uh what's <laughs> his name his name what was that guy's name and my friends tease me because like he's been my husband for now it, we met in 2001 and here it is 2021 but i still call him by his first and last name I'm very formal I call him john matta oh. i call him john matta and that is his name and he was a stand-up there was, it was a party of stand-up comedians and he was so funny he was just so funny, but I want to say this to girls that are single: if you meet a guy and you're like, mm, "I don't know, I'm not gonna have anything common kind of with him," his hair—his hair was your exactly your length. Yeah, didn't like the guy was not for hair. Me. Why do I yeah, want yeah. that guy? He was so sweet, but I was like, "I'm glad I was at an age where I went, well, wait a minute, let me see." It took me six months to get him to cut that hair, and now his hair's super short. I've shaved it twice during the pandemic, but Hello. he is the loveliest <laughs> person. He's super talented. He's an artist. He has a website called on Napkin, which he draws a daily comic on a napkin. He started oh doing God. it to make me laugh. I love that. That's a whole nother story. He's oh, very, he, very. Oh, he like, adores yeah. you. See, he's that, really great.
0: That makes me feel really. I'm first of all so shocked you ended LA up with, shocked you ended up with a comic. I agree with you that I think if I, yeah. um, you know, it all depends on timing. I'm at my dating life yes. in LA, I'm trying to literally think who I did. I had, I also had some traumatic dating stories. Like genuinely ones I wouldn't oh, yeah. tell here necessarily. Same. I dated this guy who was like nice, but like so dumb. He lived in a neighborhood called Walnut. Oh. I've talked about him before. Walnut, Dave. He was, <laughs> oh, no. he was, I, I bought a bed at Al's Discount Furniture. Listen, oh my God. Uh, uh, please. In no, no hoe or North Hollywood and for no those who ho. don't know. Oh. And um, for those who don't know how I bought it, it was like 129 bucks. I had no money. Obviously I was like, great. We'll get it. <laughs> and he would come over with just like pineapple juice he he was i don't know why i'm telling you about him the point is <laughs> is like that was early when i moved to la we went out for a bit and then i like wasn't meeting anybody it just was like who i'm going to yeah, die here alone it's hard. at least in new york at the moment i'm single although i will tell you that i am I, I'm, I'm back at it. Like, I feel like some, I don't know okay, what it good, is. Good. I really, you should be back. Oh, at it. I'm in an amazing. You place. have a glow.
2: I'm in an amazing. You place. came through the pandemic with a glow. I nice. noticed it. You have this. Thank you. Yes. You're very, very set. You're owning your sexuality and you're, and Thank you're, you. you're a beautiful woman. I always, you need the right guy to appreciate you because this, I, I love New York because it is endlessly entertaining, but I do think that the guys like John is, he's six feet tall. Yeah. And his father's six, five. So they're very tall. It's a very, i always love tall people. I have a fascination with tall people because my family is so short, sure. but it's like, you're not even that kind of girl that goes, Oh, I need a guy to be my height. Like you don't care if a guy's shorter than you, do you?
0: Uh, depends. Do you, would you prefer? It's more about like, uh, to think. not so much height, but slightness, you know, where it's like, they can be shorter, okay. but if they're right. very, mm-hmm, you know, mm-hmm, if they're mm-hmm. just to recall a movie, we were talking about the forest gum feather in a hat. Okay. That's not going to work, you know. They have to have a little bit of no, 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 a little bit of meat. Yes, but um, no height. I'm not as Likes. anal about height. It's all about you know chemistry and this and that and whatever. Obviously, right. you now it is. But God, I'm just yeah. yeah. It, it, New York is in a different place. It just feel like people are like over the bullshit. I will say right now, it's going to go away because everyone's like also right. horny and uh, brunching and like the streets are. There's an energy here now where everyone is like genuinely. I would call it almost like we were released from a hostage situation. Sure. And now. Michelle,
2: what do you think of that commercial? That extra. It's been all over the Internet with the extra gum. Have you seen it? The extra gum commercial Uh, where the people are all running from the I think it was shot in Canada, actually. But all the everyone's playing because it's all people that have been trapped inside and they're all just running and meeting in the park and hugging and making out. Have you seen that? I have not seen it. It's a I have to send you the link. It's a post pandemic commercial. Everyone weigh in on it because there are people who've been single. I've come to this conclusion that there are people who either think it's the sexiest thing ever and they cry or there's people like my friends who say those people all look like they need a shower and to cut their hair and they look dirty and they look like. They had bad breath so they popped in a piece of extra gum and now they're making out. Uh, I need I need you to weigh in I mean, on this commercial. I mean, do you want
0: me to watch it right now? By the way, the last Google I did, yeah. the last Google during this chat was that Larry David is indeed a cancer. <laughs> I had to look that up. I was like, I think he is. <laughs> is
2: he? Oh, how he is He is okay. because
0: George Costanza, who you know, I am basically George. I'm a lady George, as you know. Right. George, right. um You're lady George. I read a uh, an article
2: <laughs> once. <laughs> Wait, can you have a show called I'm a Lady George? Yes. Just be on that show. No, I literally have tried to
0: pitch a show where it's a scripted show where it's about yeah. me and I'm George. I mean, that's it. Wait, let me let me look at this ad. Okay, I'm watching it now. You have to see it. I need to know. What should you think I always it. host this show? Hi. Okay. Wait. Here it is. It's it's two and a half minutes long. This is the long form version. It's this... so long, Michelle. Speed through uh, it. I'm fast it's forwarding. So long,
2: and it's so many people kissing and hugging in the park. But it's this post pandemic. So many people are talking about this commercial. And so, it makes people cry, and they're very emotional about it. Which, God bless, I'm good for them. But I just can't... Here's, I just kept thinking, what was the audition for that? Like, those I'm, people need a
0: shower. They I gotta to interrupt you. I gotta interrupt you. I'm sorry. I'm watching yeah. it. I'm upset because they're using my top favorite Celine Dion song, which is oh, It's yes. All Coming Back to Me. Which is a good choice. Oh, it's phenomenal. But this is sort yeah. of what
2: it feels like. I'm telling you. Like, it does yeah. feel like... Yes. Well, that's what made me think of it. it it's Everyone's released back out into oh, the Oh, it is. World. It's
0: actually fun. In a way, oh, I'm very wait. grateful to be single right now. Be, I know that that sounds like I'm lying and I am. But it does feel like, okay, there's like some new shit going on. It feels like right, kind of fun. Yeah. Whereas You're in a new phase. I know couples who have met. I want to get your take on this. I won't say names, obviously. But I know even though I totally snitched on my mom earlier in the show with the gift. Um, I know of a couple... <laughs> who met uh it's actually a very cute story I think they were neighbors they they I I don't want to like reveal their identity but they met um coming back she was coming back from a bad date she was in the elevator her hot neighbor got in this was in Tribeca see this shit does not happen to me my neighbor by the way looks like the old man from Home Alone he's the one who was collecting used sweatpants remember at the beginning of the that's my neighbor okay (laughs) Albert anyway nice guy but Sometimes I'll be doing laundry downstairs and he lives down in the basement. And this happened actually uh, last week. I was doing laundry and I turned. It was like 10 PM and he was like watching me. It, I'm When I tell you that, like in Looney Tunes, oh, when no. Sylvester floats to space, like I was oh, like, yeah, well, yeah. Oh, there no. I go. Like it was over, oh. um, but they met and they're getting married. And I wonder, what do you really? think about couples met in the pandemic? Obviously not a normal time, you know, fell in love because right. I think that people were, will that last Will it last? People were um, excited to latch onto each other as well, I think. I mean, yeah, I think for me, in certain cases, it happened, you know, where you're just like, oh, good, like I have someone to be with, this will be fun. Uh Um, but do you think that they really know the real people when you were sort of in
2: this bubble of a different world? Now, what do you think? Yeah, I think that people it's going to be shocking for people who go, no, I thought you'd be with me all time I thought you'd want to be home all the time. And it's like, well, no, I, I have stuff to do. Like, I think, you know, yes. cause I was very, I, I changed from a person who was like, on the go, 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 go shopping, go meet people, go meet friends. And I really enjoyed the staying home. I really enjoyed staying home. But it's, if you meet, if you met someone and you're like, but I like to just, you know, cuddle up on the couch and watch a movie. It's like, that's not going to go. If people start to want to just you know, go out to eat I'm and not do sure. stuff. How Ouch. how has it been with you and your husband?
0: Was it just totally do you have a big enough house you can kind of have your own space or how did it work? Yes, thank God for that.
2: two floors. I said the secret to a happy relationship is two different floors, two different bathrooms, two different TiVos. I still call it TiVo. Two different, <laughs> you know, because he watches his movie. <laughs> I have the old style TiVo. I he got, watches I got his my Betamax. Downstairs. He's got his laser disc. We don't I mean never I've never the twins. I fast forward through my VHS tapes, but I'm watching my... He calls them your... He goes, go upstairs and watch your screamy, yelly shows. All the housewife shows, he calls your your crappy, yelly shows. How do you feel about I mean, Housewives? My crappy, yelly shows are my... Oh, I, obsessed. They're all my... It's a tranquilizer. Yeah, it's a tranquilizer. Obsessed. And you... It, I mean it's everything. Like I just, because I can put it on, I can be reading, looking at my phone. I look at the TV once in a while. I see what they're wearing. I, you don't have to keep up with the plot. I mean, it is really like a very relaxing thing to watch housewife shows. Then he's downstairs. He has headphones on watching whatever Korean movie, and, you know, he watches much. He watches very interesting. John has turned me on to like the good British shows <gasps> and he has very good taste. Another thing I have to mention my friend, Stephen Moore, he is your biggest what? fan. One of your biggest, biggest fans. Stephen Moore and Jimmy Doyle are my friends that listen to your show and he is your, if you ever come to LA, I have to make sure that you see each other. He cannot wait. Why don't I texted we, them the minute you texted why don't me we bring him to on, ask me to be on the show. Uh,
0: see if he wants to log in right now. I'll do a Make-A-Wish Foundation. Oh my gosh, her. I can't.
2: I, I <gasps> He's probably he's w- probably working from home. But he's, oh, they that's so they nice. watch all the cool, like they're, go- Rose, you gotta watch Dairy Girls. Okay, I watch Dairy Girls. Like all oh, the yeah. cool British shows, they turn me on to all. So I do like very unusual TV. Like, I think, I think you were talking about this was either Josh Gondel? I think it was Josh Gondelman, where you were saying like before, if you had this um, um, common thread, like, we're, well, we're all watching. Remember back in school, the years I was there, it was like, we're all watching Happy Days. So everybody went to school and talked about what was on Happy Days yeah. or Seinfeld or whatever it was. Now there's so many different shows. I thought that was a very interesting conversation about how you have to find your people who also are watching, you know, who else is watching Emily in Paris? Well, that's why I loved your show, because I feel like I love talking hearing people talk about the stuff I'm also well, doing. Well, it's like a cult. You know? Yeah, of course. And You know,
0: now we are further almost segregating ourselves from each other because there's like, mm-hmm. there, I'm telling you, it's like with Mayor of Easttown where I literally watch it so that I can be like, well, I watch it. It just... To say that I watched yes. it, I'm not really enjoying it. I, I'm sorry. I'm the only one. It's just not my kind of show. I did it
2: with The Undoing, Michelle. I did not like The Undoing, but I suffered through it because I wanted to know what everybody was talking about. See, but about. five hours I was really easy. I really didn't like it. Five hours. I
0: watched it in Ugh. one night. I actually did kind of like it, you even did. though, well, listen, you can put Hugh Grant. But
2: I knew what, I knew what happened. I knew the first episode what was going to be I know, but I just could uh, tell. Hugh Grant, for
0: me, with those slopey eyes and those yeah. fucked up hot teeth. He could be in anything. I'm trying to think of he could do a Howard the Duck reboot, which, you know, is my number one nightmare okay, movie. That's funny. And he is very He's. I like him. Too. He and, and I'd be I'd be thrilled. It is frustrating sometimes to see how tall and slim Nicole is just as a I always look at women like Nicole being like, OK, even if I lost every pound on my body, my skeleton would just still naturally Janet Reno itself. You know, there's just I can't be that <laughs> like I can't, Stop. you know, be that waify. Like I'll never be a waif. And that's okay. Who wants to be away? That's what I'm saying. Yeah, um, I'm done with. I'm doing with. Have you watched one of my favorite shows on HBO Max called The Great Pottery Throwdown? No, that sounds so up my alley. Do you no. want to talk about to
2: soothing, relaxing? Because you know I love clay. I sculpt. I sculpt miniature food out of clay. I'm a big sculptor. That is person. our time, so if Rose. This is about... No, can
0: you imagine <gasps> what?
2: <laughs> <laughs> Rose, that is our time. You've I, seen it. I know you've I know. seen it on my Instagram. I sculpt hot dogs. This pandemic. Yeah. I don't know what I've sculpted like little characters driving food. I don't know how it started. Somebody asked me, cause you play gypsy, the auto mechanic on Gilmore girls. Yeah. Are you obsessed with cars and you're from Detroit and it never occurred to me. I just, I don't know why I was like, well, one day I was like, well, I need to sculpt a squirrel driving a peanut. And then I was off to the races, Michelle. I was like, then it was a bunny driving a carrot. And then it wasn't. A- so it's just like, I had Are you know, these for sale. Are they up on a piece of Are, are pie. you at seeing these things? Um, People have asked me, and I said, if you based it on, like, even if I paid myself $10 an hour, they would be $800 each. Like, they're just two. It would be crazy. I mean, it's a crazy amount of detail. But I was interviewed by an artist who wants to turn my little tiger driving a piece of chocolate cake into a float for a parade what? in Detroit. Isn't that sweet? You're saying? Yeah. It's, it's as though you're picking, picking words Sanders, out of a
0: hat. I don't understand. I am, you're like, I'm a just, tiger driving a piece of cake well, float parade Detroit
2: I'm like I don't understand what just just happened but there is a there's a bakery in Detroit called Sanders and Sanders made a bumpy cake which is this delicious fudgy cake that had bumpy frosting so each it had cream it had whipped cream in the middle of the whole thing so I loved tigers I dressed as a tiger for my show the Detroit tiger so I sculpted a tiny little tiger driving a piece of chocolate cake and he fell so in love with it he wants to put me in touch with people who could make it big so that it would be in a holiday parade well
0: I think you should absolutely Don't waste that opportunity. Cause I would love, I would no, love I, to be in a parade. I love parades. Honestly,
2: I feel like I love
1: parades.
0: if not
2: for like love automatic you weapons, you should be hosting. Yeah. You need to host a parade. First two things. I need you to host every red carpet ever because Thank that's you. what you should be doing. You. And you need to be ho- parade hosting you parade hosting the Macy's thing. That is, I- I'm not going to stop until I can get, this I actually there. want
0: you to know something. You need to be commenting. I am on not just saying is that right. Commentating, commentating is right. I'm not just saying this to like, it is a dream job for me to do that.
2: No, that is what you should, anything, doing any that.
0: live commentary, but you know, there aren't that many jobs left doing that. It's well, like, that's there should. Be. I agree with you. I mean, that's the show. Maybe yeah. that we should pitch. Honestly, hold on. That's the show. I, that's the show. We Why did be more powerful. I, well, you know, I have yeah. no power. I need to be more powerful. So you
2: should be commentating
0: on everything. At all <gasps> times. We have so many improvising, commentating. Wait, I had a question to ask. And I think because of the high amount of drugs I took before this podcast, I'm like, the hell was I talking about? <laughs> oh, Great Pottery Throwdown. So it's a British show. Right. It's like Project okay. Runway for Clay. It You will be, start okay. with the last season because actually the girl who um, hosts it, Siobhan, was on Dairy Girls. That's what made me think of it. It is. Oh, I love it. The show. most soothing. First of all, Rose, you know that my dream is to live in England, as you know, it's been a dream since I was yes. little. Yes. And when I watch shows like this, it is so solidified as to why I love England because they're just the most homey, sweet, like these pottery people are just kind. I love it. Just nice. I can't believe I didn't know about it. You know, they just, I feel like their DNA is good. Not all English people, but just the particularly these artists or, you know, the folks who are on any of these kind of reality shows are just quaint you know, quaint people, the only thing that I think would prevent me from enjoying a life in England is a lack of department store. They don't have like, Ooh. maybe more in the suburbs, I wouldn't know, but like they don't have a target. They don't have, you know, to run, Interesting. it's kind of European, even in Israel, they don't do that. It's like you got to go to 55 stores to do oh. what here in the States we would do in one place you get shop, everything stop, your okay. groceries right. your bedding there's like no place to buy sheets in london that's a great thing i had to buy sheets it's a long story interesting there was one store i had to go to the most expensive fucking store in london called heels wait are you
2: watching big shot with bethany that's the best show
0: <gasps>
2: yes Yes, I started watching it, but I cannot believe out of the what must have been an enormous audition, I cannot believe that that's what they came out like. Those are the people. I'm, I'm asking the,
0: you. I'm asking you if the purpose of I'm those people shocked. were the dumbest people who tried out for the show. Why except for were those
2: the people? I'm, like the fat. The I was at the one with the fa- the photo shoot for the lingerie yes? when she, the the girl that made her wait and just wait and wait and wait in the little dressing room in her lingerie the people made me so nervous i'm like I, I don't want i want to start over with all new people i want somebody else to be considered for this position whoever like, were yeah. they just casting them to make a good show or is she really looking for a real assistant there is
0: literally or a no, real no vice president no, yeah or well the that's position. the question who is it an assistant or a vice yeah. president because it does feel yeah. like she's interviewing someone to be her assistant um i'm so freaked out by that well she
2: scares the shit out of me she's someone who I've interviewed her. She's so fascinatingly thin. I love her clothes. I love the way she wears her clothes. She wears a lot of Alice and Olivia. I love the way she looks in her clothes. Her clothing, uh,
0: I, I, she really does. Um, people are going to get mad at me, but whatever. She is a great example of why it is probably great to be that skinny because <laughs> everything.
2: I mean, she she looks so she good. She in looks everything. good,
0: but you want to know what? She was what? one of my faves always. She her clothing on that show is just perfection she has not had a bad look yes she, always. she looks
2: i think she's never had a bad look in all of housewives I, you, know what, of you know what look really? i didn't like the sequin jumpsuit
0: i thought it was a little golden girl so didn't love that oh, situation okay, for her okay,
2: okay that's good kind of, i could see that
0: i must say this though rose you know it, it does prove that food does soften you a little bit personality wise Ooh. she yes. is i'm not talking <laughs> physically that goes without saying personality wise she is so yeah High strung. She is so on edge at all times. I'm like, has she had a crunch wrap?
2: Like what could soften her? What could right? I would love to be you know, she's a natural foods chef. Like I first knew about her because of the Martha Stewart apprentice. And she's like, I would like to I would like to see her just making a meal, sitting around with her daughter, just like I would l- I would really like to go to her house and just hang out with her and just see what she's like when she's not being, you know, the boss. Like she, I find her fascinating.
0: I would love I for you. I would fascinated. love to just be there invisibly watching the two of you, not having to interact with her. I've interviewed <laughs> her. She, I saw her. My favorite story is I, when I was doing a show. Oh, God, I think it was like the Mike and Juliet show or some show on Fox, whatever. And she came in. This is when she was on Housewives early on. And there were kids there, too, who were being, you know, some segment, adorable, camera ready right. children, the only kind I like. And she sat by this little boy who was so cute, like you could die. And she went, what's your name? Where are you from? What does your mom do? What does your dad do? What's your address? (laughs) You know, and she was doing it clearly. This was before Brynn was born. She was doing it clearly to like connect with this child. But it was like the SS. I was like, and not Sesame Street, (laughs) not Sesame Street, the other SS. (laughs) I was like, is she, I mean, what is this? Like this kid, it was being interrogated. Very tough.
2: I, I find that very comforting. I have a very close friend, Michelle, that lives in Brooklyn. She, we were we met when we were 12 years old. We both loved Rocky. That's how old I am. And she said, when's your birthday? It's the first thing she asked me. My, my cousin was doing my hair because she was graduating from like Wilfrid Beauty Academy in Brooklyn. And she goes, when's your birthday? I said, November 28th. She goes, my birthday is November 28th too. And we have been friends. We're 58 years old. We met when we were 12 years old. Oh, my old. God. And she's from Brooklyn, New York. And she is, she's like, she reminds me of Bethany. She's a very, she's a very good cook, but she's very like, Direct. you know, everybody's like, I'll tell you what, I'll tell you what his problem is. He's a piece of shit. He's a piece of shit. He's, he was born a piece of shit. And here's why, like, she's that, she is tough. So I think that Bethany feels like she's familiar, familial to me. I, I, like I do her. love but that. But I want to yeah. ask you about this. Go Did on. you watch? Ellen's Ellen's next design star. Have you watched? I, in fact, have watched every the furniture, every episode of it. Okay, I have two more to go. I have two more
0: Um, to go. The last one, I'm going to tell you, the last episode did put me to sleep seven times in a row. And I had to start over each time. So, oh, my God, I I swear there is one they do like a kid's challenge. And I don't know why this particular Uh, one just put me to bed, but I could not
2: keep my eyes open because I already know who I want to win. So you already know who won, right? I don't know. who. No, I don't know who won. Oh, okay. okay. Wait, who, who do you maybe, who do you want to win?
0: Marcus or whatever his name is?
2: Well, I love the girl. Now, I don't remember her name, but she does everything with her husband or boyfriend. The the Indian yes, girl. Yes, yes, yes. East Asian. I love, she she I like, I like she's her. She's really hard in herself. Her um
0: she's oh. like very hard in herself. Uh, what about the hippy dippy one who was like crying over her broken relationship? I mean too much, too, too much too much with the crying. It's too it's much. Too There's much.
2: always a project runway person who's super talented, like this girl is super talented, yeah. but they cry. They cry too much, and then I just can't with them. I can't. You got hold. Are you it emotional? Do you, you cry a lot or not really? You know, I don't, I'm not a crier compared to other people. No, I'm not really a crying person. I, I almost I'm never not a do. Crier. Something no, really has to really, really hit weird.
0: me the right way for me to cry. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Me too. That's
0: interesting. Me too. I'm not a crier. Hmm. No. I wonder if that's why, can I ask you this? Why do you think you became funny for a living? Was there something that happened when you were growing up? Like wh- what, when did it become you know, like a thing that you could use to get people on your
2: side, you know? That's such a good, this is better than therapy, Michelle. On, I have to tell you, but I will say this. I feel like I had the four aunts who never married and all lived together. Were were very, um, they loved my sister. They liked me, but they loved her. And they would say things like in my own family, like, don't worry, Rosie, don't worry about your skin. People pay good money to get that kind of skin. People pay money to go to Florida to get that color. Like, what do you, Like they were treating me like I was walking around going, why am I so dark? Which I never was. So I think that I started imitating family members and they would laugh. So then I was like, oh, this is a way to get their attention. And of course, then we were off to the races. But I said, there's two kinds of people in showbiz. There were people who never got enough attention from their parents or people who got way too much attention from their parents. And I am in the latter because I feel like my parents, my family were always like, we go to every play. She's hilarious. Oh, my gosh. When she imitates the older relatives, like they were really always champions of me. And my parents were never like, what do you mean you're going to study acting?" Because I went to school. I wanted to be. A newscaster. I wanted to be Christiane Amanpour. I wanted the trench coat. I wanted a microphone. I wanted to be standing in front of exotic locales. And I got to Michigan State and they told me I needed so much econ, economics and math classes to be in telecom. I was like, how does it make any sense to me? So there were very long lines to register. You had to go to the racquetball court. This is how long ago it was. 46,000 students at Michigan state, you had to register with those punch cards with the hanging chance. Yeah, yeah. Like you had to register. And I would go, oh, I'm never going to get out of here and go have lunch with my friends. So I would look over, oh, the theater table had lines that were like four people long compared to other classes that the line was going to be an hour. And I said, I chose this career because I was too impatient to wait in line.
0: That, this That's how it happened. But that actually, Seriously. um, number one is some shit I would do. So, you know, Uh, because I also hate a line. That's why I felt like I could share it with you. I hate a line. As you know, I will not, I won't wait. If I see during pandemic, I would like drive 50 miles to a really great TJ Maxx, (laughs) see a line and turn around. I was like, no, I'm not going to do it. I can't. I I won't at a club, at a bar, at a restaurant. Sometimes at a restaurant, obviously you wait for a table is different, but I cannot line up in an orderly fashion like a moron and just wait. And I won't.
2: (laughs) I don't like it. I don't like it either.
0: My parents, I never heard that, by the way, what you said about the parents. So I was thinking about it as you were talking, and 100%, what do you think it is? Do I need to tell you too much attention, obviously.
2: I think they were very, very into you. And why wouldn't they be? You were charming. That picture you posted where you're wearing a black and white striped dress with the little red petals and your head is coming out of the flower, I would have killed for that dress when I was like, I had very, very cute clothes. I had so many outfits. I had so many clothes when I was a little girl. Like it was just my, my mother loved, yeah, we had that in common and my mother was very fancy and my mother, I must tell you this about her. She is a bridal gown seamstress. and really? so you If you ever have seen my best friend's wedding with Julia Roberts, yeah. the character I play in that movie <gasps> is my mother. No. I am playing my mother in that movie. Yes. And she wow. made bridal gown. So there were no lines at all in that movie. And I say. And I did it at the audition. I go, I'm going to pull these straps up because you don't want those things to fall out. Meaning her yeah. boobs. And PJ Hogan laughed. He was British. He uh, lovely, you're going to tell me man. about me in two movies. PJ Hogan, who you're directed right. my you favorite movie Hogan. ever.
0: We'll talk about it in a second. What's your favorite Meryl's movie? Muriel's wedding. Okay. So oh he,
2: God. he, Oh, of course he, and he, my best friend's wedding was after that. And he said, Rose, I love, I love that. It's such a real character, what you're doing. And he loved the lines. So we kept the line in the movie that I improvised. And I said, oh, I, did, I based it on my mother. She's a Dominican bridal gown seamstress that lives in Michigan. He goes, would your mother like to audition for the movie? I go, no, my mother doesn't want to audition. I'm like, now you're going to make me compete against my own mother. So I told my mother and she goes, well, you are stopping me from having another career. Maybe I could be in the movie. Like, You
0: like, know, that's my greatest fear, by the way, is that one day. Oh God. That's why everyone's like, put your mom. You know what I'm going to say? Everyone's like, put your mom on the show. Do this, do that. And I'm like, are you out of your mind like my mother your mother but you yeah. know what she'll take over oh take over she's so she's funny She's not funny when she has to be i've learned this the hard oh, way on my stage. mother is funny on accident
2: yes. exactly no she's yes. naturally very funny, funny my
0: mother will tell a story at a yes. wedding and people will be like throwing roses yes. at her i mean she's a performer but she well, whenever has, you've
2: called her on the yeah. show, she is hilarious. I just think she's No, no, no. She's, so she's hilarious,
0: but she has and you know, my dad did stand up in the 80s. My dad was doing
2: Oh, I didn't know my that. dad
0: was doing Jackie Mason impressions at old age homes, wow. like Eugene Levy and Waiting for Guffman in the nineteen eighties. Wow. And the Fantastic. I'm I'm sure I've said this before, but my mother dated the actual Jackie Mason in the 70s. Wow. Or, yeah, I guess late 60s, 70s. And I always thought, that's a little fucked up that she married a man who then did the impression of another man that she dated for like six months. It was like a real relationship, you know? Did she break his heart? I never got the story. I should get it.
2: I think maybe she broke his heart. Maybe it's time. My mother never. Do you think she'll tell you? My mother's very close-lipped Me? about what happened before she met my father. I know nothing. Very. It's like, what is your life before that? Like, I know nothing about her. My, we did a show in Chicago. My friend interviewed my mother because my friend believed like your mother won't tell you stuff, but she'll tell your friend stuff if she interviewed. And she said, were you aware that your mother was engaged to a man named Raul or something like that? And I was like, what? Or Armando. It was something what? very exotic. And I was like, what? Before my father, my parents met, fell in love and got married in three days. Wait, my are you kidding? traveled from Miami. What? from Miami to Dominican Republic, met her, l- fell in love. He was like, would you like to marry me? She said, when? That was it. So I have to say that every guy I dated, if I didn't love him after three days, which was ridiculous, yeah. but I never wanted to get married, never. But when I met John, after three dates, he said, you know, I love you, right? And I said, oh, oh this, it just, it seemed like it. So it was like, really, that set me up for I thought you're supposed to just know you're supposed to know if you don't know, don't waste your time with this. You
0: know what? Date that's, I actually think that that's good
2: advice. Cause they do say, well, just keep all the books say,
0: keep dating, you know, just whatever. See, but I yeah. agree if you don't have that early on, it's mind.
2: kind of where, yeah. you know,
0: where do we yeah. go from here to quote Avita, This exactly. isn't where, and we were
2: both at a point yeah. where we were like, I don't care if I ever meet anybody. And he was like, I'm not, it's not going to happen for me. And I was the same way. How old were I didn't you when you care. got married? If care. you don't
0: mind me asking. I was 46. Were you? When I got married. Yeah. 46. You know, you really give me a lot of hope, Rose. Yeah. I mean, and can I'm I also say you, you look it's, stunning. It gets greater later. By the way, you look what? gorgeous. I thought you were like. It's the light coming through Not my... to be rude. I thought you it's were like. 58. What? I thought you were late. You don't. You didn't know I was 58? I thought you were late 40s on my. May I drop dead. May I literally drop dead. Really? I swear to God. I thought. Yeah. Um, we are going a little bit late, but I do want to ask. You have been yeah. on. Obviously. What did you say? 90 shows. Which is
1: including Curb, which we talked about.
0: But I know that you are most well-known for being on Gilmore Girls and on That's So Raven. I have to admit something that is something I'm ashamed of um, is that... Oh, she got very excited when I said that. I I mean, I'll talk about shame all day. I'll do another part three. Fuck it. Like, let's make it three parts. Fuck it. (laughs) I have never seen an episode of the Gilmore Girls. And I'm... Oh, really? No, a lot of people have I would love it. And everyone I know who adores it, they're all big Bunheads fans as well. You know, it's such yeah. a.
2: Which I, I was also I, in, Michelle. I think
0: I said it. My, the chandelier falls behind me. No, but Jay, <laughs> all the lights go out. Battery dies again, Rose. <laughs> I'm telling you, I'm funnier with the new batteries. Let's start the podcast from the top. Why are we doing this? The new batteries went in. And I, I literally I have time. to do today. Let's I have, I have a dinner tonight. That's it.
2: Um, wait, quickly being on a cult show. Do you recommend it? You know, with the time we were doing it, of course it was on, remember when the CW was happening and there was like UPN, the CW and people and WB and people were like, what is that? I mean, they didn't, I think the time, I think Gilmore girls might've been opposite Seinfeld. Like it was really in a time slot where it was like, who's ever going to watch this? No one was more surprised than me that it picked up steam and then the streaming and the Netflix and the showing it on ABC family. And it has just become this movement where there were these fan festivals in Connecticut where I, we pulled up. I remember, and my husband was with me and I was like, what are all those people lined up for? And he goes, that's your event. And I was like, what? There were people that came and waited in line for three and a half hours. I have to say, I felt very fancy because my in-laws came. John's parents are lovely people. They, and we, I, I looked at it as like, well, it was a free trip home to yeah. see his parents. In Connecticut, there were 1,600 people. They got to see my line, three and a half hours long, of people coming from all over the world, waiting in line just to say hi to Gypsy. I was so touched. And I kept saying over and over again, there is no one I would wait in line for. Thank That's- you so much. There is no one I would do this for. <laughs> I just is there no never one do you would that. wait in line never. for? But I would wait in line love for people, the show. I think. We're three and a half. Yeah, 3 and we to talk about waiting someone? in line. I do not like to wait in line. Who would you wait in line? Who? Who? It's funny, who the would you people wait in line that for? I would have already three met. Hours. Like
0: I've met Hugh Grant. I've met Graham Norton. There who you I love? Go. Um That's what
2: I mean. Who is like you've met everyone. you met, ever met ever everyone. There's no one I've, you're gonna Joan, I You're not going to find someone or meet her. Never, no. And I would have I have to tell you something. Seriously, I'm not one of those people falls in love with television. But when fashion, when she passed away, when fashion police was off the, I had a deep depression. I mean, I don't get depressed over things like that. I'm not that person. The loss in my life from not having her anymore. I mean, I loved, loved her. I loved her. I love the documentary about her. I love everything about her. That's why I think that Hacks is going to be a really interesting um, show because a lot of it is, it's based, you know, she's the strong female comedian that would have been in Vegas I'm not saying Deborah Vance is Joan Rivers, but there are things, it's definitely an homage to Joan Rivers,
0: I feel. To explain how she's an icon, I feel like any show that revolves around a female comedian lead like Mrs. Maisel always comes back to Joan because it's like, who the hell else would it be? I mean, she was like the trailblazer,
2: Trailblazer. the absolute funniest, and
0: the nicest. I mean, just one of the best. I always say it. I just,
2: Ugh. I love hearing that. And I have to tell you, I am this person. As soon as she passed away, of course, I was like, I need to own another piece of her jewelry. Like I have things from oh, the Joan really? Rivers jewelry collection. Like I'm that person. I've got the bracelets and the necklaces. Yeah, like I very I have I reverence that. for her. I really do. Uh, uh, yeah, I love her. Yeah. I love her. But being on Gilmore Girls, the Gilmore Girls was the most fun because I got to work with, my- one day I'm looking in the van. I go, that's Liz Torres and Sally Struthers. Like watching All in the Family for me, that was my after school show. It was on after school, which was so inappropriate for like kids to watch after school, but it was like everything to me. And Sally Struthers, I was so fascinated by her. And now she's a no very, kidding. very close dear friend of mine. We talk all the time. We text all the time. I absolutely love her. Like, it's so fun. I was at her house last week and I was like, look at all her, her windowsill is lined with like her Emmys and her golden globes and her, she's an incredible. She, she got a raw deal of it, Sally. Opinion, and I on only everything. speak because... She did. She didn't have the right representation. No, I I was a little girl when she was
0: doing like those ads and everything else and, and became kind of a joke almost that's right. You know, to a different generation. I know she's not, I hope I, I don't, I'm not saying this to, um, yes,
2: ruffle feathers. I'm saying it like, you know, I know know what you mean. I think that she was known more for those commercials than her work. She is incredibly, incredibly talented. That was a high point for me. And I I was in a play in Chicago. I don't know why I feel like I want to tell you this with Barbara Eden. And as a little girl, I watched I Dream of Jeannie and I was like, I can't believe I'm sitting in a dressing room on a couch with Barbara Eden who I used to watch in her bottle. Like I can't, I can't believe it. And I got to work on Saved by the Bell, the reboot of Saved by the Bell. I, I did a couple of them, three of them. And the kids on that show said to me, you were my childhood. Like you're, two young actors said to me, you were the, one of the reasons I got into acting, that I absolutely loved you. And I thought, oh my gosh, I am for them what those women were for me. So that was very gratifying. To see, that was when I was in That's So Raven. Haskiri, very, very talented actress that is in Saved by the Bell. And Josie I, Tota, who Josie's was in Saved is by the Bell, the also best. both said to me, Aww. you were my childhood. Oh my god. Incredibly talented person. I'm I mean, she, incredible. And also Mark, Mark and Delicato, who's in um, Hacks with me, played the nephew on Ugly Betty. He is is another one that said to me, oh my God, you are my childhood. And like that's that. like so nice, like, that's so Raven, that teacher. I love Raven. Oh, I I know you love Raven. I will Raven say this about Raven.
0: Best. Now though, I love our um festival of ass kissing. I'm having actually the best time because it's like, yeah, I'm a good person. I support yeah. good, talented people. That is just who I am. And if yes. I don't support you, take a good look yes. at yourself because something ain't right. So it's not me, it's yeah. you. It's not me, it's you. <laughs> Something's not but right. Raven, uh, right. I mean, Raven and I were like best friends for like, four months like for the time that i was on that show because we were working together she was here in new york she's lovely um she bought a smart car which you know comedically i do believe that she's a physical comedy genius she would be out like doing view your deal or some bullshit like where you have to sell you know waterfall cardigans or whatever it is and she would somehow make (laughs) everything so (laughs) funny i'm going that is I, I couldn't do that, and I considered like, oh, and i I work with it, and I'm on the fly. So but just funny. physically, she could do shit that I'm like, oh my god,
2: she's genuinely made she's for the stage. So talented. Yeah, I love being on that show, and I did eight of them. But I have to say, the kids that watch that show—it's when Disney first would like repeat shows and repeat and repeat them. The kids would come up to me in malls. I could there was not a mall I could go to where I wouldn't. Hey, you know, you come out on. This is how people say. You come out on that show. That's hilarious. You know what you come no. out on? i never heard it phrased like that. You come out on like yeah. I came out on their TV. You come out on that's so Raven, and they wanted autograph. They would take like a shirt cardboard out of the Ross dress shirt to go. Can you sign this? By the like, way, that it would happen crazy to me. I wish I was that, famous o so o that I could
0: literally say they take the shirt cardboard out of the Ross because that is where I would meet my fans, like at Ross. <laughs> it happens.
2: It yeah. happens so many times. Yeah, yeah it, I was I, I was at a Ross, Marshalls, and Old Navy, like I, wherever I would hang out. The kids were then becoming the ages where the person at the, you know, registers at forever 20 or oh wherever God. I was, I don't know where I would shop, but there were always the people that would go, you were my Spanish teacher. And I go, really think about what you're saying. No, no, no. But you were my Spanish teacher. Do you not remember me? I go, really think about what you're saying. So they would transfer, like, especially in Michigan. They would go, they knew that I was How their teacher, but they couldn't that? remember that it was from TV. I would it was be really like, weird. How's your yeah, mother? It was weird, See,
0: weird. I would not even tell them who I was. I was like, hmm How's yeah. that bitch mother? <laughs> Wait, one last question. Did you, did we get in trouble a lot? I do feel when I talk to you, like we have a lot of similar, we're just kind of similar. I don't know. I like always, I feel very yeah. simpatico with you. Yeah, yeah. Did you get in trouble talking in school? Because that yeah. was the... Yeah. Okay.
2: I figured I knew it I knew it all the time. And then in French and Spanish class, I remember they would give you a letter grade for your school and then they would give you a citizenship number. Did you have that too? Where it was like unsatisfactory was four letter effort number. And then we had a conduct
0: grade, which right. Keep telling us your story. Yeah. So I
2: got in French class, Michelle, I got an A plus, Ah. but a four for unsatisfactory. And it's the only time in the history of my parents' marriage, I had ever seen them argue. They never argued, and my father thought that was absolutely fine because look, she got an A plus, and my Mm. mother was livid. She was like, "What? This is unsatisfactory. Then what are you doing? That is going to give you unsatisfactory. That's your conduct. That's your social grace. That's your." I mean, she went on and on and on, and my father was like, "Who cares?" But really, yes, talking all the time. One time in history class, the teacher moved everybody. There was noise coming from this side of the room, so she kept moving people. I was alone on this. I was left alone because she had moved the whole class to the other side of the room, trying to figure out
0: That's where's the noise. Coming she's out. like, Anyways. there are rats. She calls the janitor and she's like, there are some loose rats. You know, like meep, meep, just like making yeah. noises. <laughs> she's like, it's Rose. I got famously in my English middle school <laughs> class, talking. uh, an A in the class, a one for effort and a D in conduct. And this is where our mother's vens do not meet because my mom, my mom was like, if you're still getting A's while talking, well, not shutting up because, you know, I literally did not shut the fuck up. I mean, I. Right. And it also didn't help right. that I sat there like, you know, an Easter Island had like 50 feet bigger than the other kids. I could never hide. Right. You know, if there was any noise, the first person to be looked at was always me because there was my big fucking head that could never find. Right. Hats, you know, right. and I'm sitting there and it was unfair to me because there were other people. <laughs> One girl gave a guy a handjob in class. Jessica, you know who you are, not my best friend, Jessica, a different one. And uh, she never got in trouble. Oh my God, There were handjobs happening in the gifted classroom in middle school. <laughs> and I was the one who was getting D's in conduct. I wasn't getting the D, just a D. And it's That's sad.
2: Wrong. But I was too. Anyway, <laughs> so it's fine. I am completely fascinated by your, I love being friends with tall people. First of all, if we lived in the same city, uh, I would I love to go shopping it. with you because I love my a faith. Nordstrom Rack, as you know. We've talked about the Nordstrom Rack. Sometimes I can't remember what I've talked to you about in real life because yeah. we've only seen each other a couple of times right. or what I've heard on the show because you're my friend from the show. But tall people can get those size nines yeah. up on the very high. Do you know how there's a lot of high stuff in stores? Yeah. There's stuff like up high for people like me. You can't you need that. Like, silver no, I stick have to get um, down like you're you could always really get everything do down. Have,
0: for me. Um, I would again, love that physically, mentally. I'm very blessed. But so are you. No, I'm I'm being sarcastic, but also.
2: But are you ever coming back here? Will you ever visit I, here again? I wanted will I to come to
0: there actually in the pandemic. I have a friend uh, who moved to Pasadena. I was going to stay with him, but then didn't work out. I will visit there eventually because mm-hmm. I can also work from there. I'll okay. figure it out. But Rose, I got to say Good. something. I The fact that right. I felt like actual garbage when this started and now I'm like in a key party in the ice storm. I'm like, so relaxed. I kept you here for almost two hours. I mean, that should really show you mentally where I'm at. Poor Tracy will edit probably 70% of, of just us being like, what you do that? All being edited out. We barely spoke about hacks, but I got to say it is um, you and Jean smart. It it is, she's brilliant. You're so talented, so brilliant. And just, so down-to-earth, you lovely, so sweet, kind. I loved hearing about your personal stories. I wish we had, we technically Thank could you, have Michelle. more time, but I, for the listener's sake, I'm going to cut us off because I really think they're like, <laughs> wrap it up
2: like, <laughs> as they're listening. That's enough. But I am delighted to have been asked by you, and I feel like, I think Hacks is going to be great. I don't do much. I mean, it is pretty much a Deborah. You have a phone call, but it is based on my mother's arch enemy, Josefina. She won't remember that that's her arch enemy, but it's it's a woman. I just feel like Josefina. There's a lot more. I hope there's yeah. a season two. I'll say that right now because I think there's a lot more that can be done with her. But you will see me a lot of times ghosting in and out, going your 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 car is waiting. Like there's there's really not I, I that much care. to the role because but you want to know what You I were in Barb and Star.
0: Um, I loved it. For not a large part of that yes. movie, and that's not a dig on you. It's like some of the most brilliant comedians ever were in it for a little bit.
2: Talking Club, my favorite. It was something? my favorite. It job. was. I need I a love movie those of two. that. Kristen wig and anyone else that. Because as yes. I
0: watched, it, I was so excited to see you. Talking. Club. I think
2: Talking Club would make a
0: great movie. Right. Done. Yeah. Yeah. I'm gonna go have some beauty rest. I'm I think gonna they'll put do the Eyeliner on and get dinner. Rose, I adore you. Follow Rose at Rose Abdu. I know I said it wrong again. I'm gonna fuck it up the whole time. I as I'm saying it, I'm like. No, right. I like that. You A-B-D-O-O. said it. right. You said it right. Roseanne. And uh hopefully we'll hang out soon. Congrats on hacks. It's gonna be um premiering on HBO Max Thank this you. Thursday. I'm gonna watch, I'm gonna binge it. Are they doing Day it week 13th. like
2: one week, one week? Or I'm so excited. I believe they're doing yep. two they're, at a time. You're the Bethany I believe treatment. they're doing two at a time. I think I'm in, I think I'm in eight of the nine. Get them checks. I I mean Get those sag
0: nine. after checks. I'm excited for you. Uh, Rose, I love you so much. Thank you for doing the show. Thanks, Michelle. And guys, if you like the show, if you enjoy it, if you, like Rose, have just puttered around the uh, cemetery just listening and laughing, uh, feel free to leave us um, a review. You can go to uh, Apple Podcasts and give us, I mean, ideally five stars. Uh, would be wonderful. You can also follow me at Mishka, M-I-C-H C-O-L-L. Love you guys. Thank you for listening. I appreciate all of
1: We'll see you next week. Bye. Forever Dog. This has been a Forever Dog production. Midnight Snack with Michelle Collins is executive produced by Brett Boehm, Joe Cilio, and Alex Ramsey Produced by Tracy Soren Original theme music by Gabe Lopez Cover art by Ben Wiseman To listen to this podcast ad-free sign up for Forever Dog Plus at foreverdogpodcasts.com slash plus Check out video clips of our podcasts on YouTube at youtube.com slash foreverdogteam And make sure to follow us on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook, at Forever Dog Team, to keep up with all the latest Forever Dog news. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. And that's the
0: episode. We hope you loved it. Again, if you want to hear this show every single day, go to www.patreon.com slash mishcall, M-I-C-H-C-O-L-L. You can also follow me on Instagram, X, TikTok, all the things, mishcall, M-I-C-H-C-O-L-L. I'm running myself into the ground for content, and I want you to be a part of it. So we'll see you over there. And thanks again for joining us. Bye, guys.